series coming. Star Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to Free Your Geek episode 30, a Rogue One review. I am your host, Jay Free. Uh, to my direct left is my co-host, KB. What's going on, brother? And to the far left of myself, I'd like to officially welcome uh, our co-host number two, the Don. Thank you. And uh, what's your new catchphrase now? What are you going to be calling yourself? I'm the Don, the people's geek. Can you smell what the Don is cooking? <laughs> and our very, 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 very special guest, uh, Johnny Leather is here, but um, in an effort to conceal his identity, he is uh, skinned Chewbacca, so we are now going to be calling him uh, Johnny Wookie. Uh, what's up? What's up, Johnny? How you doing? Great, great. Great. Um, we're all here today to discuss Rogue One. Uh, we're going to review it, so uh, there's a little label up there in the bottom corner saying spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, I also want to spoil the crap out of this. Yeah, we are. We are. But (laughs) but before we get into that, I want to talk about our sponsors. And before we talk about our sponsors, I want to talk about the little recap on the video. For those that are watching live right now, we have the text saying we're running the contest. That contest is over, so do not feel the need to share to win an Xbox One. Yes. Thank you. Um, But feel free to share if you're just a geek and you like to share stuff because we could definitely uh, appreciate the views. And and Don... Sharing is caring. Is that the people's eyebrow? That's uh, the geek, The the, the geek's eyebrow. Yeah. Um, But before we get into uh, the content for today, um, you see above KB's head over here, uh, we have our lovely sponsors, uh, Phoenix Marketing. They're uh, hiring right now, so you see the number on the screen. Pachico's Furniture, and we also have Unique Customs. So three of our very special sponsors. Uh, If you're ever looking for any type of furniture, DVD, games, check out Pachico's Furniture. If you're looking to have your computer fixed or some custom labels made, perhaps, check out Unique Customs. And if you need help advertising, Phoenix Marketing, why not? Go for it. And they're also hiring, so check it out. That being said, gentlemen... Rogue One, a Star Wars story, which, by the way, first little spoiler alert, on the opening title, they didn't call it a Star Wars story, just Rogue One. No, yep. just Rogue One. That was cool. One. So I think the format that we want to go through today, um, and my, my idea, is to start with basically everyone's overall thoughts. We'll go through that, and then we'll talk about your favorite and least favorite characters, and we'll talk about just the characters in general. Um, Don, I know you do have some. You have a, a list because I am super lazy and forget to bring my list. So I'm thank you. See, already, <laughs> already like reaping the benefits of having a second co-host here. So thank you for that. No problem. Um, so we're gonna go through that, but um, let's let's start. Let, we'll start with uh, let's start with our guest, uh, Johnny Leather, aka Johnny Wookie. Um, your thoughts uh, of Rogue One? Just some basic thoughts. We won't go too spoiler heavy right now. But I just want to see just your your initial feelings and go for it, and then we'll go to Don and KB. We're not uh, talking about Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh no! When I said the movie of the year, well, I mean that's my movie of the year. But if we're gonna go to Rogue One, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Had no problem without the uh, with no title scroll, and I mean a lot of the feedback is that it was slow, but it's a war movie. You know they had took time to develop all those characters, but. 
I really enjoyed it, and the final act is pretty much one of the best I've seen in a Star Wars movie. Okay, so so first, little spoiler alert. We talked about it last week. No scrolling title, so that, that was true from what we heard. Uh, we'll go over to Don now. Don, your initial thoughts? Um, so I got to throw it out there that I saw this movie deathly ill. All right. There was yeah, yeah. You you seemed a little off when <laughs> oh, I seen you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about that first. <laughs> KB and Don were not communicating with each other. They ended up at the same theater at the same showing. So that you was no wait until we walked out. Oh, and, oh and you didn't we even didn't know, know you were there until we walked. So out, you're both yeah. in the same theater. Yeah. So see, this is what he did. You're now the, now when he was offering you the co-host role, he should have <laughs> bought you like popcorn or oh, or something, man. and he he's skimping out on that. So yeah, well, I don't have a, a paycheck from Jeff yet, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a paycheck from Fifty Nine Media yet. So hey. hey, we're paying it forward. Let's. Uh, so okay, so you were deathly ill. So there's a dedication right there. I still drag my butt to the movie, and uh, so like that. What everyone's saying is, it, you know, that it is like had slow pots and everything. I agree with the with the slowness of it, but um, at the same time, you had the equal proportion of crazy, wild battles. Like y- you had witty characters, you had characters you wanted to hate. You know, th- there was everything in it, and I completely agree. That end sequence on the beach pff, was amazing. I was a big fan. KB, um, fantastic. I mean, it, it, it was it was more than what I expected. Um, I kind of like the the route where it's going. Um, I think that I like that it. Spoiler, as we have the sign, it ends where a new hope begins. Yeah, and that was that was really interesting. The way they did Leia and, and all that that was that was fantastic. Oh, Don wants to say something. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, so to go ahead, Don. Oh no no, tell me it wasn't so cool. Like last week we were talking about. Um, who are we going to see from the past movies? How about them bringing characters back from the yes, dead? Yes. Yeah. Whew. Yes. That's it. The new age in Leia looked phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to see uh, Senator Organa uh, by, uh, um, what's his name? Um, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Benjamin Bratt. Jimmy Smith. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith Jr. Wow. I love seeing Jimmy Smith. Um, they look Sons of alike. Anarchy guy, one of my favorite shows. So <laughs> love seeing him in the, in the back in the film. Um, but uh, another huge spoiler. And I love it. I'm going to give Disney credit for this. Because we had talked about characters, and I know we're going to get into the characters individually. I didn't particularly, not going to say I hated all the characters, or hated hated every one of them, but none of them overly stuck out to me. It's like, there wasn't That's one true. overing yep. power character. Like, Jyn Erso, even as a main character, wasn't like an overpowering presence. It was about the Rogue One mission. Yep. And and that's what I one of the things I really loved about it. So I'm gonna give Disney props for not selling out and trying to sell us on a droid. Uh, I mean, and and uh, what was the droid's name? Um, K2. 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 So whew, he he was enough. Like that was enough. It yeah. wasn't oversold like a like BB-8. I love BB-8, but still he's like oversold. It's an attention grabber. They didn't do any of that. There wasn't a lot of commercialism. And think about up to when this movie came out, we didn't see a lot of trailers. <laughs> we weren't true? seeing a lot of trailers on TV and stuff. We weren't seeing a lot of like extra hype that they usually do for these movies. But most of all, they allowed them. Spoiler. They allowed them all to die. Yeah. And that's a bold move for the Disney company to do something like that. So I give them props for not selling out on this movie and truly making it great. You, you made such a perfect <laughs> point with that. To the point where I had to print out this sheet to remember these characters' names. Yes. Yeah, because because no did. one was the standout in this movie. There was no Finn. There was no Ray. We weren't getting Han Solo again. Like we got, or you know, depth story of exactly. anybody. Exactly. 
That was good. And uh, I also got to give Disney props for the fact that we had such a multicultural cast in yes. this movie. That's the other thing. Like, um, the one of the main characters, which we have to say one of, because actually they're almost all main characters in this it's it's the mission. movie. The mission is the main um, focus, the main character. I mean, we yeah. had we had Mexicans, we had Asians, we had um, another black lead, we had women, we had everything. Disney gave us the multicultural... Uh, cast in this movie and it was that's really big you know yeah you had another strong female lead yeah so that's and an interesting sight on that is because in a new hope it's obviously not nearly as diverse yep and they pretty much killed all the diversity <laughs> and there's a few more women in the galaxy now yeah yeah <laughs> which is awesome so i i too i i know i mentioned last week that um i wasn't going to see it and i wanted you guys to sell me on it but by uh, <laughs> Jeff, you're so hot. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> hey. That's thank you, thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, that's my my cousin's my cousin's wife. She's awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> you had to finish that. Yeah, I have to, real I have quick. To, yeah, she is awesome. It's my cousin's wife. She's awesome. Um, no, but I I saw it when I, one of my best friends happened to have an extra ticket, and he said I was supposed to go with my wife. She doesn't want to go. Do you want to go? I said sure. Why am I going to miss that opportunity? So I went, and I I thought. I thought it was serviceable. I, I liked it. I'm, I wasn't blown away by it. Um, I agree with KB. Uh, again, spoiler alert, but everyone dies in the end. It's, it's a, essentially a suicide mission that they go on. Um, and that's, it's, they kind of had to do it that way because none of those characters, since to your point, you know, as soon as that movie ends, episode four starts. And those, none of those characters exist in episode four. They were never talked about. They were only said, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of the Alliance died. A lot of rebels died to get these plans. So they had to kill them all off. That's kind of kind of the point. Um, let's talk about some of the characters now, though. So, Don, you said like they were all pretty much main characters, right? In, in my opinion, yeah, okay. I definitely yeah. would say let's, so. Let's talk about, and I'm I'm gonna be total noob at this because I don't remember any of the names myself. Um, just start with our favorites. Who is your favorite? K two S O. Okay, uh, reasons why personality i mean that droid had more personality than most of the humans in the star wars world which is actually um if you pay attention i'm not i'm not going to go all over the place in different other star wars movies but um you get more fear out of droids than you do out of leads in these movies like you you see how uh cautious c3po is or um I mean, even the battle droids back in episode one, episode two, like they're a lot like, more apprehensive uh, yeah, and yeah, scared. Like, yeah, it, it's so you get more human features out of droids in Star Wars movies. I, I mean, as far as like I'm concerned, like how I look at it, I'm like, like this guy's sitting here cracking jokes, you know, making. Uh, I know I had I had a thought for that. No, keep 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 going your thought, but I want to I want to <laughs> I want to debate that with you. All right, so um, I mean like. I gotta keep. I know we gotta keep saying it. Spoiler alert. He. Uh, no, he, we, we don't have to say no. that. All right. Big no, sign. Yeah, you guys see it. It's, you know. it's on the screen. Spoilers. If you haven't seen Rogue One and you want, you're going to see Rogue One and don't want to be spoiled. Uh, Change the channel. Yeah. That's well, or click off Facebook, but share it. Share just it before, no. You know what? Don't, share don't. it before you, you click. Off. Share it or mute the volume for a minute. Um, he calls. Uh, he calls Jin out for having a gun. He's like, "Why does she get to have a gun and I don't? <laughs> what, what, what's up with that? You know, like there's." Oh, when he catches the grenade, throws yeah. it back at, the, yeah. at the, yeah. the troopers. I mean, he's just hilarious. How did you know that he, wasn't me? Even in the, uh, <laughs> even in the, even in the end, even in his end, he still maintained oh, his went personality. Out like a champ. Went out like a he, champ, and he yeah, went out phenomenal. better than some of the other characters. Yeah. Yes, 
Yeah. Oh, he went man. out. He probably is the biggest hero of them all if you think about it. Yeah. Because if no. he doesn't do what he does, not, not, none of this happens. Those plans don't go So anywhere. here's my question. Does, do we think that his personality, his backbone, for lack of a better term, uh, just his his basic demeanor, is it because he's a uh, recommissioned, reprogrammed imperial droid? Reading do up we, on it, that is part of the reason. So because because it's not it's it's more it's a different you know when you see like three PO for example or R two or any of the other droids you know fighting on the side of the alliance it's almost like more I don't want to say like free will per se but it's it's more like concern and caring kind of like a family member you you, you want to feel a little bit closer to with when you're looking at like the the Empire and the Imperial and you know stormtroopers and stuff they're the no names that we want to see defeated so to take somebody that at one point was evil and turn them, you know, reprogram them, repurpose them for good to have that backbone and kind of talk back, I think kind of lends weight to both the fact that it was evil at one point yeah. or he was evil at one point, but now he's fighting for the side of good, but he still has kind of that edge, if you will. I don't know. That's my take on it. Okay. Um, as far as like the droids in general and Star Wars, I mean, I know that, um, say, Grievous, for instance, like yep. he has components of his former self within that yep. droid. So I can't use him really as a reference. But in the Clone Wars, Count Dooku's main um, battle droid, which I want to say is like a tactical droid or whatever, mm -hmm. he is always like going against Dooku. Like, uh, you know, we're, we're greatly outnumbered right now. Like, you can even see a fear in a droid who has no light. Like, yeah. he doesn't have a soul. I know that sounds weird, like <laughs> theologically speaking, or whatever. But but this droid doesn't have a soul, and he has that like, um, I don't know how to say it. Like you know, like that sense of like you don't want to get hurt. Yep. Like they have that sense. Like it's and self, he is self preservation, self -preservation. Self -preservation survival right. kind of instinct. Awesome. Thank you for picking up on that. Hey, I got you. So um, I don't know. I think it's just a trait that Lucas threw in with the droids, and you know Disney like kept rolling with it that's just yeah. it's all my opinion though it's not like a fact some people can look at it and say oh they only you know they're working off a processor and this is what you're getting out of it so i don't know okay so but to, to wrap it all up your favorite character of the movie was k2 100 percent. okay i have a very close second but all right just well let's do an honorable mention go ahead who who is uh, your close second all right um I'm just going to say it like this. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. That's awesome. I don't know his name. That's my pick. I, I can't really say it. I mean, it's like Karuri. <laughs> yeah, one thing with the names in this movie. I mean, they we were. had Han Solo. We had Luke Skywalker. Real easy to remember names. Princess Leia. Princess Leia, exactly. Chewbacca. Yeah. In this movie, I mean, between the four of us, we can barely remember yeah. their names. Yeah, yeah. You remember, like, basically three characters. Yeah. yeah. Very, very true. Very true. Well, going on to Johnny Leather. Uh, your favorite character in the movie? Well, my favorite uh, character was Cassian Andor. And one of the things I liked about him is because this is a war movie and, you know, sometimes you have to do some uh, some dastardly deeds. And at the beginning of the movie, right, pretty much right when it opens, there's sort of, um, sort of a double agent or a spy yep. that he's working with. And you can tell that this spy he's working with is just going to absolutely lose his shit. So he just cold blood shoots him in the chest and just lets him drop there and then goes on with his mission. Yeah, so the stormtroopers yeah. are essentially closing in. Yes. Um, and they, they, you know, they're trying to think, how are we going to get out of here? How are we gonna? And he just he shoots him in cold blood and escapes <laughs> on his own. And he's a good guy. <laughs> I dropped my gloves. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I really wish there was more of the Saw Guerrera character. I mean, I, I figured he was barely in the movie, and there's a, quite a bit of history with him if you go back to the Rebels uh, cartoon show. That's the, I was going to jump in with you. Well, I think that's what they're going to make. The Forrest Whitaker was fantastic. Yes, yeah. and such yeah. a high-profile actor. He was barely in the movie. Yeah. Could they possibly? I think there's they're, they're planning on doing, uh, I don't know, what my friend uh, John was telling me this. I think they're going to be doing a new series with him as the lead, and he's going to be voicing, I believe. Ooh, well, nice. no, no. What they're, it, it, okay, it's so not, a, correct, it's, it's correct. not a new series. So what they're doing so, is they're know. bringing him as a main character in Star Wars Rebels, the uh, Disney XD show. And Forrest Whitaker is keeping his voice, you know, like he's playing the role. Um, They're going to make him more prominent then. Very much so. Uh, I want to see if you guys notice this as well. Um, with his character, because I'm sticking with his character with you. Did you guys notice his suit? Didn't that remind you of like an earlier version of a Darth Vader yes, suit? Yes, exactly. Especially like, with did, the breathing apparatus. Yes. Yep. That's interesting. I didn't. I never put that. No, in. I, I just you just hit me, and I'm it just popping in my brain out, and I absolutely agree and with you. And even a little bit of uh, General Grievous, because he had some sort of metal legs. Yes, and you could see like you could tell it was an older generation model, yes, like all the exactly. stuff you could. It was like pieced together almost, because you could see he couldn't really fully like walk on it without yeah. um, his cane. You know what's crazy? Like I'm loving this movie so much more talking to you guys about it now. Like it's just yeah. it's like refining it. it yeah, and I think the the more we talk about it and seeing it again and stuff like that, it's just gonna and the, the details and the Easter eggs were amazing. <laughs> they re it was a, quite a bit of fan service. Disney did a great job with this. Their first standalone Star Wars story. Right, I absolutely agree. KB, your, um, your favorite, uh, Boohy Rook, because I, I liked he was the one who got taken to um, what's his name, the guy we just talked about. Um, Oh, are we yeah. And, you know, he had the bag over his head, and he's like, oh, you know, Galen has sent me this. And he's, like, practically pissing his pants. Yes. And we see this guy come through in the end in such a big way with getting the signal to go. <laughs> oh, man. And being yeah. just so brave and, like, I, I, I can't do this, but he finds the will to do it. And I just felt like that was a brass character that just, went, that just went from total puss to brass balls. Like, yeah. Like, in, in the course of that movie. And I mean, that's what being a hero is all about, isn't it? Sometimes, like you're overcoming your fear, you're overcoming your your anxieties, you're overcoming your to do what has to be done. So I really like the character, and I felt like I felt like him and the other guy uh, was it Carissian. Uh, um, I felt like they were kind of like a duo. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, a little bit, and that he was kind of Carissian's little voice of reason a little bit. Um, so yeah, so he he was he was my favorite character because I just like. And maybe he doesn't stick out. Maybe he's not. But the arc of him in the movie, I liked. But see, there's Disney again, multicultural. We yep. have a Middle Eastern actor yep. who's one of the leads in the movie. Very good actor. He was in a HBO show, The Night of. Phenomenal. Yep. Um, I really, really like this guy. This guy played a very good part. Yeah. So. So yeah. So he he was my favorite. Uh, my favorite was your honorary mention. I don't know the the blind dude. I don't know his name. I can't remember his yeah, name. It's, KB said it better than I did. It was uh, Chewit and we. Yeah. Dude, kick ass. Like, he reminded me, from a comic standpoint, for those fans of Daredevil, he reminded me of Stick. He reminded me, like... Yes! Yes, like, he, do oh yes he does. Like, totally, like, he had the staff. He was one with the Force. He wasn't technically a Jedi, because they said there were going to be Force-sensitive people, yep. but no Jedi. This is what no, we talked about last No week. Jedi yeah. exist at this point, so... Or, or one Jedi exists. Technically, okay. 
No, no, two. Okay. Yoda and Obi-Wan. That's Both true. are alive That's at true. this point. That's true. Yeah. See, again, I, I don't know. I, and, not as, mm, I'm sorry. Good. No, good. Luke is alive. Technically, yes. Yep. Um, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Leia's technically alive. Leia? Oh, technically. Yeah. we okay. can roll with this okay. one. Okay, so. 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 And it's very plausible, but. Uh, Anakin Skywalker's apprentice Ashoka may be alive. Uh, yes, I like him. I like yes. him. He's thinking. Yes, that's true too. So yeah. anyway, force sensitive blind dude, and, and I just I just thought he was like he was kind of like it reminded me almost of um, like a kung fu type of you know movie at the same time where Donnie just, Yen. Yeah, Oof. yeah, and he was just, he was badass, and I loved it, and I just. You know, again, spoiler alert, but they all die at the end and they all go out as heroes. Again, not as cool as K2, but still, like the fact that these these people or these beings kind of like all band together and it's like especially ones that are force sensitive and they, they realize that this is a mission that needs to be done to, to help, you know, stop the Empire, bring down the Death Star, this whole thing. Crazy. One so. thing on that, I would have liked a little bit more of a going down in a blaze of glory. I mean, we did have a little bit of that with the droid in his final battle, but in my opinion, it seems like, you know, they all kind of knew what was happening, and I don't want to say they gave up, but they were just kind of just accepted it very quickly. Yeah. I would have really preferred a little bit more of the, you know, guns a-blazing, you know, going going out in style. Yeah, I mean, you had what you had the scene with Jin and Carissian, which was very um, kind of uh, dramatic. Yes. That I didn't mind, but that, but then the then the other one was instantaneously when like when the ship blew up like that's instantaneous right you know? right but yeah so I see what you're saying it's missing that the guy with the big kind of red gun yeah and then the blind guy they did kind of you know just kind of accepted it base base is the guy with the gun Baze, yep but that was cool it was cool like he used to he looked at uh I'm just gonna keep calling him Donnie Yen for now because I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm, so he looked you know he saw Donnie Yen die and then like. After all the time of him, like, kind of mocking believing. him, yep. like, oh, yeah, you're one with the force, you know. Like Han they, Solo not believing him. Yes, in that, in that, yes. Yeah. And then he's just like, I am one with the force, and the force is with me. Boom! Yeah. Click, click, boom! Like, yeah. that was that was cool. Terminator stuff. That yeah. was yeah. Terminator <laughs> stuff. You want to stay alive? Come with me. Yeah. Oh, basically. man. So, okay, so I'm going to move on to another point with this, though. What do we think of the main character? I mean, the attentional main character is Jyn Erso. What do, what, what do we think of? What do we think of her? Okay, so this is um, what I thought was pretty cool. Um, she had the Kaido crystal around her neck the whole time from yeah. a kid on. I'm, I'm wondering what if there's more to that. It seems I, a little out of place in this movie. Well, like, there is quite a bit to the crystals. And yeah. One thing I think a lot of Star Wars fans kind of forget about and it's a shame is the Star Wars cartoons, Rebels. Yeah. And I am absolutely in love with the Lego Freemaker Chronicles mm-hmm. because pretty much the whole first season has to do with them finding the crystals uh, to try to keep them from the Empire. Yeah. And if you want to know more about the crystals, definitely watch the Lego Freemaker uh, Chronicles. See, my my background with the crystals is Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Obviously, we you're had building to build the lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah. Um, what was I learned from this movie is basically that laser from the Death Star is like the, the ultimate... Yeah, it's like the ultimate lightsaber yeah, that just zaps through can cut through the planet. It's part of the reason why it's a green laser. Yes. Like a lightsaber. But but now back... back not gonna have to, but what about... Get back to our character. Okay, what do you think so, of her character, though? So, um... I, I found her to be pretty cool. Uh, I, she's I, serviceable. She's not... This is... I don't know how you guys are gonna see this. 
I saw a little bit of Ray in her. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, why are they playing yeah. this card again? Yeah. And then like she ends up in jail, which was cool, you know. Yeah. And then busts out, and then tries yeah. to run away from her rescuers. I thought that plot was cool. Um, I think her speech was a little overdone. Yeah. Because it was like, how did you get from that point to this point so quickly? Yeah. To being like, kind of, I don't care. All I care about is my dad, kind of thing. To remember, she's like, I. She didn't want to be there, really. She's like, no. She's she like, listen out. She's like. When they busted her out, she's like, I don't want anything to do with this. Um, and then after her father is like, all of a sudden, she gives a speech like something out of Independence Day. And I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah. You know what I mean, so it was just maybe her, maybe it's just the way her arc wasn't, I don't know, like her story, the way it flowed for me just wasn't there or something. Like I, I think she got her, um, her like brass vagina after uh, seeing the. Um, Great. The, the, the holograph, yeah. uh, hologram of her father yeah. and listening to that whole thing. Like, he was specifically talking to her as if he knew that she would find yeah. that. You know? Um, it's funny. When she meets Forrest Whitaker's character, she's like, all they wanted was an introduction. Introduction's done. I'm out of here. And then he's like, you know, she gets to see the whole, like, message. Yeah. And then you see that spark in her. Like, yeah. oh, like, this is what's going on right now. Like, you know, they get the planet killer. Like, yeah. I love how uh, they threw stardust in there. Like, you know, like that was cool. That was he was dropping hints without like saying, Hey, uh the, the file's name is Stardust. Yeah. Stardust, you know. Yeah. It was cool. There there was a little a lot of subtle subtlety there. Um my going back to kind of like the overall idea for the movie, like to me, it's it's essentially it's a movie explaining how A, the rebels got the plans to the Death Star, and B why there was that flaw in the Death Star in the first place, and all I That's could think about, all I could think about is that episode of Family Guy. Oh, damn you! Where, where <laughs> uh, Darth yeah. Stewie is like, "Kay, wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask what the two percent was." And he's like, <laughs> "Well, there was a, you know, it's a design flaw, and we, uh, you know, if you shoot a laser at it, the whole thing explodes." Whoa, whoa, whoa! That seems like a pretty <laughs> big, big deal. And he's like, "We can uh, get an estimate." Yeah, yeah, get an estimate. Get an yeah. Estimate. yeah. <laughs> So to me, like that, I just like I, I can see like some executive or some filmmaker or a writer being like, we should we should come up with a movie explaining why that was made a flaw in the first place. Oh, man. and that's how this thing got greenlit. But I love the fact that like it's 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 kind of it's not it's not Star Wars three point five episode three point five. It's kind of more like. Episode three point nine 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 because it's it was just, right there. Yeah, it just it just starts well, off. With, that right that was the other thing I wanted to mention is is Disney's left a nice gap still between three and this movie now because you have like a twenty year period, yeah. twenty five year period. We still don't see Leia and Luke growing up, and now there's still a whole separate thing they can do there. Like they, I I'm, I feel like the way this movie was done that they've intentionally left that block open for something else. So now, uh, when you and I saw each other yep. at the movie, and I told you, like, um, I'm a little confused. I thought it was a three, you know, movie mm -hmm. thing. So this is my understanding now. The three yep. movies that we're getting that are not in, um, yep. you know, trilogy form is what we just saw, Rogue yep. One. We're getting Han Solo and then Vader. Yep. So I believe the Vader movie will give us our in-between timeline, yep. which would be pretty awesome. I mean, we get to see Vader, like because you and I know from the yep. video games, we get to see Vader going out hunting down the, the, the rest of the Jedi yeah, that are spread that story? Yeah, I think we're going to get that. That's yeah. going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I think too, so the, 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 the Han Solo thing would probably take place, well, would they do a movies between four and five though? 
See, well, I thought I thought well, it's going to be a, a in, young in, in another young movie between five Han and six. Solo. That's what I was thinking. Well, the young is a young Han Solo. I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I wasn't going that way with it. The Han Solo, like they, these are all standalone movies, right? Like yeah. that's what we're talking about. It's not in you know like order of right. following this one specific yeah. thing. No, but the reason I brought that up was because I heard a rumor uh, that Jin is actually going to be in the Han Solo movie. So it's they're going to use the actress again playing Jin, and I just wasn't sure where the timeline. Well, with Han, like Han Solo could fit in somewhere, right somewhere in timeline. the timeline that we're. Well, actually, that would make him still where we meet him. Han Solo is still that same yeah, age yeah, where we meet him. Who turned Jin into a criminal? That would be awesome. Like that would be. Think about it. We see her captured. Who turned her that way? Yeah. Another thing that yeah. I would really hope they explain more in the Han Solo story. Um, the reason why Chewbacca hangs out with Han Solo is there's some time in the past where uh, Han Solo saved Chewbacca's life. Yes. And in the Wookiee uh, culture, whoever does that, you have to stay with them until you... It's like a life debt. Yes, ultimately repay the life debt or save his life. Mm. So the young Han Solo story, if, ex- if it goes, why it explains Chewbacca's, you know, how Han Solo go. saved Chewbacca... I would love to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I like the little uh, cameo from uh, old vagina mouth and his boy. Yes, My yes. friend doesn't like you. I don't like yeah. you either. <laughs> he did look like he had a camel toe for mouth. I, I'm just, no, I was just yeah. saying, this, this is the second time in about five minutes you, you, you mentioned the term vagina. vagina. <laughs> I think Put it on the board. If, if you're, if you're going to be doing, if you if you want to take your kind of like persona from The Rock as the Don, instead of calling somebody a candy ass, you can call them, what do you call it, brass vagina? Brass vag. There you go. We're going to have to put like a, a PG-13 parental advice. Well, no, I mean, I'm you using... copyright po- that and get t-shirts made. <laughs> there you go. Hashtag. I, I, I'm being politically correct, though. You know, no, absolutely. Like, absolutely. It's very PC. Well, speaking of that, I did, uh, while in Florida, I did hook up with Chewbacca mom, and now I look like this. So. Hey, <laughs> yeah. it happens. But I mean, she's got a really nice pair of tauntauns, so. You know. <laughs> it's oh, contagious. Johnny Leather. <laughs> oh, Johnny no. Leather. Johnny Leather, like I said, I'm going to call him Johnny Wookiee just for uh, for this show. But, uh, yeah, we're so so happy. John, uh, Johnny actually drove down, and, and how long of a drive do you usually take to get here? This was about two, uh, two hours. I'm somewhere north of Boston. I mean, some people are always looking for Johnny Leather, so I don't like to really give too detailed. But I'm somewhere north of Boston, but it was very well it's worth kind of like drive. a Where's Waldo type of thing. Did, did you make it here in less than 12 parsecs? I did. Ooh, that's I did. good. That's good. Yes. See? <laughs> Star Wars humor, Star Wars jokes, which I don't get half of, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of not getting stuff, any any characters that we just weren't feeling in the movie? You want to go first? Because I need I need a moment to think. <laughs> just to be. Oh, actually, you know what? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, go for it. All right, here's his name. I did not care for um, old white shirt director really? uh, Orson. I just felt like this is ready my opinion. I felt like he was so whiny. Granted, yes, hey, he got ripped off. He got ripped off real bad. Yeah. But I mean, colored. he was like crybaby status the whole time. This is my work. I'm do- I'm the one doing this, you know? Like, you have to play the game. Like, you know, in, in the game of Star Wars, you, you ha- it seems like you have to do these you things. You live or you die. You was, live was or you there, die. Speaking of that, is there a political statement here? If you think about it, like... The all the commanding officers are whitey. Yeah, and all the rebels are. Ooh, 
Interesting. That's, wow. That is probably a subliminal message right there. It's but, or at least to identify with how culture well, perceives government and power. The uh, empire especially is, at that time. Yeah. And the empire uh, is heavily, yeah. heavily influenced by the Germans and the Nazis from World War II. Yes. I mean, everything from the Stormtrooper yeah. helmet, the Darth Vader helmet. So that, that probably is what exactly what they were going for. We are yeah. getting very political here on Free Your Geek. Well, no, I mean... We're, we're well, Star Wars is so much deeper than just what you see. Well, no, I think, I think it's a good thing because like it, we're ha- this, this type of world, this universe for lack of a better term, has so such a hold on, like, young people now. Like, they're getting into it, you know. They're getting old, back into it, yeah. Right, the older generation, you know, or, or just, like, you know, when we were kids and, and then our parents before us that were, like, young adults when, when these movies first came out, like, that's that's crazy. Like, the fact that it, it can speak to that and, and ba- basically reach all these different generations and kind of put that, like, thought. I never even thought of that, and that's that's brilliant. Just like comics, it's going to go on. For yeah. as long yeah. as they, as long as it can, and the stories will always continue, and they'll just find new ways of, um, you know, creating new characters and new arcs, and um, that's what's amazing about these kinds of worlds. Just like you know, Lord of the Rings, Game of like these kinds of worlds are just phenomenal like this. And I think that's it. Lucas just really the world, the, the 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 universe that he created is just so much to it. It goes, it's I think endless. It goes, I think it's bigger than a lot of the other ones. Um, just in the, all the different types of stories we get, you know, you can kind of compare it to like um, Greek gods and goddesses and Roman. Yes, culture, like he ties all that yeah, in. Yeah, he definitely so, does. So there's, there's a lot there, man, and I mean they can go on forever. So, um, so seeing a, a political statement in it isn't isn't surprising to me if that's the case. Uh, a good way uh, to think of it is, um, I'm, I I know I, I refer to the video game, but Knights yeah. of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. When we were going from planet to planet. There's quest beyond quest beyond quest. Yeah. There's so much stuff going on, and that's just the pinky nail of of the Star Wars galaxy. I, and I, the thing playing that game too, you know, one of the things was you'd be on a planet and you're like, can I go further? Yeah, can you, I go further into this planet and see what else is here? You always felt like that every time you found something like, ooh, this is a, a piece of Star Wars knowledge is now in my head. Yes, something I didn't know before. So um, yeah, it's just so expensive. Um, but back to the movie, right? Let's get. Yeah, no. Um, so, so that's your pick for the characters because you felt he was too whiny. I felt well. I mean, I don't want it to be just like uh, about him being too whiny. I just maybe not in, not enough interesting. I think that background. he was um, overshadowed by uh, what Turkin. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yep. He was he like just seeing that character brought back from the dead. CGI, like, awesome. I could not tell were, that was CGI. Oh man, like. I started getting. I'm like, my buddy. I saw my buddy Jeff. I'm like, Jeff, Jeff. He's dead in real life. Do you know that? He's. I'm like, look at that. Years, died in '94. Yes, that's crazy. And uh, like, so of course, like, I'm seeing this. I'm excited about it. I'm, you know, I'm liking this character's like uh, a whole personality. How he's like, listen, I'm gonna take all the credit for the work that you've been doing, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go tell the emperor this. And then he tries to, you know hightail it back, maybe get some diagnostics or whatever he's going back to that planet for. I, it's not fresh in my head right now. But um, he gets there, and boy, does he get what's coming to him. <laughs> I'm really not surprised because, you know, it is the evil galactic empire. I mean, they're very, very uh, far, far away from the Care Bears or something. So, <laughs> I mean, you really got to kind of expect that, <laughs> that they're really going to screw each other over for the self-gain. Very true. Very true. Uh, we'll go. We'll go to uh, Johnny Leather next. Uh, your least favorite character. Well, 
it wasn't my least favorite character, but I would have preferred it if I dialed back Leia a bit. I thought it was cool just to see her back, you know. The digitized face, I didn't hate it, but I think it really wasn't needed. I mean, when the door opens and you see her from the back, I'm like, oh my god, I, I wasn't expecting that. It was a great shock, you know. You didn't uh, need the face scene. You could no, have just done exactly. her with just I seeing agree. her like that. You didn't need I it. agree. Because you, you knew what was transpiring. You didn't need it. And they did do a great job with the layer face, but it's not nearly to the level of Moff Tarkin. No. No. Uh, one side note on uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, there's actually a real deep history between Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, and Moff Tarkin. They pretty much came up through the ranks uh, way back in the cartoon, either the Clone Wars or, or sort of the, you know, the fights in the cartoons and the prequels. So much so that if you notice in A New Hope, Moff Tarkin, uh, or Grand Moff Tarkin, refers to Vader as my friend where pretty much everyone else calls him Lord mm -hmm. Vader. And the reason for that is they see each other as equals because they did come up through the ranks together. That's from also like a point. military perspective. Exactly, like, yes. Yeah. Hmm. A, a respect. Mutual respect. Good shit. Yeah, you can, you can, yeah. we, we, put the, we put the explicit label I on know, this. I know, I know. I try to keep it. Yeah, uh, we, we try to keep it PG, at least PG-13. Yeah, yeah. yeah. KB? Um, wasn't in the movie very long, but uh, Lyra Urso, Galen's wife, because it was just so stupid. Like, she she's coming. He, he tells her to go. She comes back with a small blaster. Yeah. And just takes a shot. Like, it just didn't make... It didn't ring with me. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, no. I understand, okay, maybe they did it. Like, it's one of those things that you did just for the stake just for the sake of the story arc. I think I think they did that to kind of explain a little bit more of Jin's personality and why she can be a little bit more rough around the edges because which, which is fine to kill her but I very but I I enjoyed the stupid. scene but I agree with you. You're you're going up there's a, a, like a six man hit squad. Yeah. Like, like right it there. Just, it just didn't really you could have killed her another found another way to kill her. Like I just I don't know I didn't really like that. Um so she wasn't in it long. But, you know, that was probably my least favorite character. Because I think, like we said, a lot of these characters, you don't really get to know a ton about any of them very long. Um, the other one, the other one um, I know, like, everybody's kind of liked the uh, true Imwi thing. Um, you know, one with the Force, I am the Force, blah, blah, blah. I, I wasn't probably feeling him as much as you guys were. Um, I, thought it, I thought maybe they could have, I don't know, made him. It, it sometimes came off a little comical to me. If that makes sense, I complete. He did come it off very, awesome. very awesome. comical. Like, like when he was in the, like when they first met him, it was awesome. The, the walking through, I know, it was kind of badass, but it kind of felt like um, a little pushed. The thing with me is, uh, he reminds me of um, like the drunken karate master yeah, in other movies. You know, master, yeah. yeah, like that's what I was getting. And um, so when what's his name, Cassian? So when Cassian and um, and Jenna like walk in, and he's Obviously, he's blind, so he's like, oh, uh, you with the crystal, blah, 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 around your neck, da, da, da. Like, so he may not be a Jedi, but he is very force-sensitive. He's very in tune. So, uh, I mean, he, so she asks who he is, and, uh, oh, that's the guardian of the, the Kaido crystal, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. Obviously, they didn't do a hell of a job because the Empire came in and took everything. But I mean that that was their purpose, you know. For all we know, like he could be from an ancient order of monks, you know, who 
their main purpose was to protect them crystals and they all got slotted and he's the last remaining one and you know he happens to meet up with this awesome badass of a guy well on that in one of the early drafts of star wars it was actually called luke skywalker and the journey of the wills or something to that extent and the wills are a force sensitive group of people that actually predate the jedi predate everything and I believe that that blind guy is one of the leftovers of the Wills. That would be awesome. Yeah. Disney really dug deep into the archives to pull out, you Some know, things, sort of yeah. test material, test, um, you know, test scripts or rough draft scripts from George Lucas. And one thing that I absolutely loved that may have went over a lot of people's heads was the, the pulled footage from A New Hope of Rogue Squadron, the pilots. Hmm. It's the pilots are actually. We had another chubby pilot die, by the way. Yes. <laughs> why, why do you look at me when you say that, KB? That's kind of messed up. Rest in peace, Porkins. <laughs> Red one checking in. Oh, no. More like Red Ton. <laughs> Red Ton. So I'm going to go to my least favorite character now. <laughs> He's like, KB. <laughs> well, no, that's, in a, that's on this podcast. Um, <laughs> In, in the movie, I, I have to disagree with our special guest, Johnny Leather. Oh. I disliked, uh, what's his name, Cassian Andor. <laughs> Did not like him. And today you were like, he's a douche. Yeah, I, I basically <laughs> t- told that to KB at work today. We were, I'm like, we were talking about it. I said, yeah, I ended up seeing it. What do you think of it? And I, I said, it's cool. Like I like how they used it because, again, it is wartime, so you do whatever you have to do to you know in, in wartime to basically win. And the fact that he like basically cold blooded murdered this dude, shot him, loved like, it. So you liked it? I was like, I can't get behind that guy now. I don't see him as, you know, a hero. I see him as kind of like a scumbag at well, the same time. Well, what's your that's... take on Han Solo? And we do know that whole controversy. The, yes, and that, but that's different because Han, Han was never. He did. He totally did. And I think that's the difference because Han was first painted as kind of like the anti, not an anti-hero, but kind of like straddling that line between, you know... I'm, but I'm I, a, I think a, that showed Han's intelligence when he shot Yeah, first. yeah, no, but oh, what yeah. I'm saying is, first, I'm saying is yeah. they didn't paint it as like, okay, he's he's in in bed with the Rebels and the Alliance, and he's with them, and he's all for the greater good and all this stuff, and then shoot somebody. He was brought into that world, and he was already that person, from from my perspective, I mean, there could be difference. I know you guys. I gotta I gotta jump in. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so you're the expert, dude. They're they're sitting there and they're talking. And they're saying we've all done terrible things for yep. the rebellion, for this alliance. So I mean, that could be like the tip of the iceberg. A, a they, rebellion is a group of rogues, really. <laughs> exactly. It, at its at its nature. And Cassian had a beautiful redemption point. He's sitting there with the sniper rifle, ready to take Galen out, and does not. And instead goes and helps her. Right. You know? I would have liked to have seen more of that internal struggle, though. Like, because it was just like they just went to that shot like a couple of times. And like, he didn't really emote as much, in my opinion, with his face. Like, he the was. The actor struggling. wasn't showing the emotion. Yeah, he wasn't struggling <laughs> with that decision. Like, should I do this or should I not? It just kept showing him pulling up like the his scope. Face and, quenching or yeah, something. Yeah, or kind of like, just like struggling. Like, oh. Yeah. And then you go back and he's like, I got to do. Like, you don't even have to say it, but just like show it a little bit more in your face. And then I could kind of get like the. Okay, he's he's basically having a battle with himself. Like, you know, this is wrong to do this. This, You know, she thinks she's going to be getting her father back, and and they're going to rescue him. And my my mission is to take him out. I didn't get that that internal conflict, personally. Okay, I mean, what we see too, um, 
how about what we don't see? Like, you know, his walk up there, we can imagine what's going through his head. He's got these orders, but now he's friendly with this girl, you know? So we don't, we don't get to see, like, his facial reactions, but he doesn't pull the trigger. That's big. He doesn't pull the trigger. He doesn't finish his mission. Whatever. Cool, cool part about that scene, too, is, like, K2SO is like, oh, yeah, he had his gun on sniper mode, by the way. Like, yeah. throwing him <laughs> under the bus. That's his, his like... I, you can't say friend because it's a droid, but at the same time, it seems like them two are pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the end when, yeah. when K2 died. Yeah. It's oh. So before I, before we get into a, like a rating system here, I just kind of want to uh, just overall thoughts, first of all. And I want to do a rating scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. We're not going to do points, so you can't be like, oh, 6.5 or, or 7.8 and nothing like that. So just whole numbers. Uh Overall thoughts of the movie as a Star Wars fan. Again, I'm going to rate it on a scale of not being a rabid Star Wars fan, just a, a casual fan where you three are more, way more um, passionate about it than I am. You guys geek out a little bit more for Star Wars than I do. So just you know, a few sentences, your overall thoughts, a message to somebody that wanted to hear the spoilers first for whatever reason before going to see it. I don't know why you do that. But uh, we'll, start, we'll start with the Don. Um, just overall thoughts and then give it a number one through ten. Uh, overall thoughts, it, uh, it definitely met my expectations, um, where there could have been more, you know, I wanted more, where there should have been less, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, I got the story I needed, I got the action I needed, um, I, I agree with KB, I like that there was not one standout character, um. A lot of people saying it's the, the the best movie since Empire Strikes Back. I disagree. Like, that's pushing it. it. It's definitely pushing it. Like I like you know I read on the internet these different things and um, it, it's definitely not the second best Star Wars movie. Movie's very good. Um, I will say I like the Force Awakens better, which a lot of people didn't. But for me personally, you know I like having Jedi's around. Um, I did not care for Darth Vader in this movie, which I didn't get to mention through the whole podcast. Yeah, we, did, we didn't touch right, on that at all. Before, okay, before you give your ring, let's talk about Darth real yeah, quick. Yeah, we, we can't do that without talking about Okay, Darth, yeah. yeah. So um, the one cool thing, only cool thing I can say about Darth Vader in this movie is we saw Darth Vader in the healing tank. That was... Finally, we get to see something. And... Um, in other Star Wars movies, I'm not sure if it's A New Hope. Yeah, it's it's A New Hope, where uh, he's kind of sitting in his suit, though, in like one of those healing pods or yeah. whatever. It's putting this, the mask on him. Yeah, we actually saw oh. him in like the hydro chamber, you know, without any of his armor on. That was awesome. Everything else was very... Everything in between... Replayed. Replayed. Huh? Yeah. Force choke, replay, yeah, the whole. Um, but that scene, it was cool. Are we wait? Are we talking about what, what scene are we talking about? Like at the end, like the literal, like right at the end where he comes through the ship and slot. That was intense. Yeah. But his helmet looked off to me, and anybody who I've brought this up to, it seems like he yeah. has a very much wider neck piece. Like yep. the hel helmet was very like disproportioned. Like I'm used to like the old school. He's a pop figure. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why they can't just use the same costume. It doesn't yeah. make sense. So I don't know. They um, lost the specs. <laughs> they they must have. You know what I mean? Call Dave Prowse up, ask him for the suit back, and let's make it happen. Thought it was cool that they got James Earl Jones to do the voice again. Um, 
but everything with Vader, you're right. It was it was just replayed. It was stuff we've seen before. But that scene at the end, I'm sorry. That was scene badass. at the end oh, was phenomenal. Badass. It was, and it was actually better than like what it showed in uh, like A New Hope when Vader like makes his first appearance coming on the ship. Like Vader slaughtered those guys, and like we saw stuff that we've never seen Vader do. That oh, that one scene right there saved Vader in this movie. Because if that scene was not in this movie, well, I'd the guys be, into the ceiling, yeah, and like, chucking yeah. them, boom, boom, yeah. pulling three of their guns. Like that's, that's that was horsepower cool. we were talking about on yeah. the last show that we were hoping to see more horsepower. If but take away that scene. Vader was not really anything special. It's, it's in, in this there for movie. a cameo yeah. appearance. Yeah. yeah, like oh look, there's Vader. Oh cool. Oh look, there's a guy with a vagina mouth. Like you know, it was at that kind of uh, level. <laughs> we gotta count. We gotta keep track of how many. That's times a three timer. But that's it. Yeah, that's that's okay. So number. Um, number on a scale from one to ten. Ten being one the best. to ten. Uh, solid seven. Solid seven. Would I go to the movies to see it again? No. Will I watch it when it comes on TV or the Cody box in the clean edition? Yeah, because that's just me. I love Star Wars, and I'll definitely yeah. watch it again, but I won't pay money to go see it again. Okay, cool. We'll go uh, moving on to uh, Mr. Leather. I'm going to give it a solid eight. I really enjoyed the movie. I, uh, In contrast, I love the Vader scenes. I think it was just the right amount of Vader. I love the nonstop killing machine sort of serial killer uh, march toward the end when he's just mowing everybody down. When it's that dark room and then you see the lightsaber turn on, really gives you chills. Got to see Vader in his prime in that scene, and that's what it is. Because you think about it, you never really see Vader in his prime of actually fighting. Because in the other movies, it's kind of towards the end of his... Yeah. Existence. Because, yeah, in, in our original trilogy, like, Vader, his fighting was very subpar. But, but <laughs> technically, he's not really in his prime if it starts, like, right before oh, a new actually, Oh, that's true. That's good true. point. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see Vader in his prime if we get that Vader movie picking up right so from episode two. Imagine if that's him as an older person well, and how much more powerful, powerful he's he is before, be. yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to see that. Woo. But oh, can we cut off Johnny? Yeah, sorry, sorry, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. Right, Johnny we went on a tangent. We, we do that all the time. Yeah, solid eight. I love the action. Love the Vader scenes. Um, I could have gone with a little bit more going out in the blaze of glory. Um, you know, I think that after the excitement and all of uh, the newness of this dies down, it is a great movie. It is quite a bit better than the prequels. Um, but I think the It's Better or Just As Good As Empire will die down a bit once the newness or once that new car smell um, fades away. Yep. Okay. Very cool, very cool. KB? I'm going to give it a number. Uh, the number I'm going to give it is an 8. So I, I think it was a really good movie. I'm giving it an 8 because, one, they made it work without any huge main character. They made a great movie without... Because most movies, the whole point is having some main character that you make a plot around. This movie did not, and it succeeded. I'm also giving it an 8 because Disney didn't sell out on anything. The other thing I'm giving it an 8 on is the merge, the, the, and maybe it's an afterthought for most people, but they did a very good job of taking those timelines and with the technology we have in movies today, making it work without overdoing it. Because it's yeah. really easy to get into too much special effects and make it feel too that. new and too like, oh, it's this time frame, but it doesn't feel like that time frame because they're doing too many too, too much with the effects. 
I like that they did a good job of mixing like the old movies with the the, the newer technology. Um, but the 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 storyline it fits. It answers a lot of questions. Um, so I I just feel like it was an all around good movie. There was a lot of good action scenes. Um, story was story kept you interested. Um, and by not having a main character, you're looking at all these different places. You're not just focusing on one thing. So, yeah. So, definitely a solid eight. I will go see it again in the theaters because my wife hasn't seen it yet. And she wants to see it. But, um, yeah. I, I think it was overall is really good. I'm going to give it, and just because I don't want to, you to be the lowest score. No. No. <laughs> I, I, so, when I say one to ten, I consider five being average. I'm going to give it a six because I think it's slightly above average. It's all forced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Leather was was all about that. Um, no, my my um, I have a little gripe, and 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 I wanted to bring this up to you guys, and I forgot um, to mention it earlier when we were talking about the plot. So the end, the last say thirty minutes or so, uh, the whole plan is, or the whole whole uh, mission is to get in, get the plans for the Death Star, and to give that back to the rebels and get it to the rebels communication gets shut down in this technology where they can beam the 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 plans through the satellite once they they clear that the static why can't the ship they beam it to then beam it somewhere else they have to put it on a disc where they're running through i mean granted a giant I, disc I, I know it sets up <laughs> it sets up you know a new a new hope um and it sets up episode four but if they had the technology why didn't they just beam it across to, to the other rebels, to but, the aliens. Well, they don't have cell phones to transfer that, this data. Well, what I'd say on that is, I mean, this is the plans uh, to something that is bigger than a planet, so it's got to be quite a bit of data. Massive, yeah. I mean, maybe we're kind of digging a little bit deep in about how can we transmit data files in space, but I would just have to assume that it's a crazy large file because it's plans and schematics of something the size of a planet. So it's not like you could fit That's that on no a moon. thumb drive. This is this is what I think. Okay, we're talking about short range transmission. We're talking about from the surface of that planet to another ship. Do we even know how far away Yavin is no, that's, from that's a good from point. there? Because they point, had to Jim. cut through lights. Um, you know, they had to go to light speed yeah. to, to get there. So I mean, we don't know if that technology that, that is present. Be. That could be. My other question was: so with these plans, is the flaw? in the plans or is now did, so my question is if the plans have the flaw in it and where somebody needs to find it they've the, the empires had these plans for god knows how long since you know for 15 years because that's the time frame of the the, the movie from when Jin's a little girl until when she they've never discovered the flaw in, in having those blueprints or i that that's that's my an other, easy one my other thought well as i'm saying i by no means but my other thought was they were not. The flaw was not in the blueprints, and it was just told to the rebels, to the alliance, by Jin, and then they had the plans to find where the flaw was. I don't know. I'm. I'm. But again, not not an expert in any means of, uh, of the way. But yeah, f feel free enlighten me. Well, well I think that the, the reason why they didn't find the plans is remember Galen goes back with them. Yeah. So he, <laughs> they're they're entrusting in him. If they've entrusted in him that much, think about it. He was so anti. I don't want to do this. And was not going to do this. Yeah. And he goes back with them. <coughs> so apparently they tr they somehow entrusted in him enough despite... But, but that's what I'm saying. But you kill his wife. You you take... You know, you go after... You say they're going to go kill his child and you're going to take him. 
even if he goes through with it, and he he says in the movie, if I didn't go through with it, somebody else would have, and and at least I could you know control and put what I. But that was the point. But, but why would you trust him then? And that just makes the the empire seem like a bunch of morons. Okay, but this is. I need one of you guys to correct me on this. This is my understanding. This is what I absorbed, mm-hmm. okay? Not everyone in the Empire knows about the design flaw, no. okay? Um, good old White Shirt knows about it, and that's why he hurried up and went back to that planet and tried to maybe figure yeah. out where the flaw was, okay? We get the transmission off. He dies on the planet, so the big secret dies with him. Because of... Uh, nobody knows the flaw even exists. Nobody knows the flaw exists. Yeah. All they do know is that they have the plans to the Death Star. So maybe they could find a weakness if there was a weakness. You would have to dig through the entire plans of the Death Star. Because in that hologram with, between um, the father to uh, the girl, uh, he specifically he says, says... what what the flaw is. They even repeat it to each yeah. other. Well, that's, that's, what, I was, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Because like, she knows, and she made that... She basically told the Alliance, the Rebels, about that. And that's why they ended up having that suicide mission in the first place. Now that they have the plans, now that they can find the flaw that she talked about. Well, they know where to look for it because she yeah. said what it was. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, so was the flaw never included in the blueprints in the first place and they just needed those blueprints to find exactly, exactly where the flaw... where it would be. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Funny little thing too, uh, you mentioned Family Guy. There's uh, actually a, so, uh, maybe like a fan made this, but uh, it's the architect of the uh, the Death Star. I saw you that. saw that, right? <laughs> He's like, it's smaller than the size of a womp rat. Do you know how small a womp rat is? <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. And think about that shot. It would literally, you see it? It would have to do yeah. a 90 degree turn. Like, how does that happen? Like, I didn't take uh, magic using wizards into consideration when building this. Uh, so, overall... Fans of uh, fans of Star Wars should definitely check this out. It's not it's a great standalone flick. Yeah, I, I agree with that. If you if you're really into the universe of and into this world of these characters and, and this just the whole the whole rebels the whole empire versus the rebels and the fight and just this massive world that was created by George Lucas. See this movie. It's by no means a great movie for, I think, a casual fan. I mean, I think they'll enjoy it. The special effects, everything was great. But I think devoted fans of of the Star Wars franchise and and the universe will love it because because it basically is the, um, what's what's not the epilogue, but like the introduction, if you will, to episode four. Okay. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's the biggest question when you first watch A New Hope. How did those plans get there? It's yeah. the first thing that pops in your head. Because it, it literally in the very just first scene of that movie is how did she get those plans? So And while there is no scroll or title scroll, pretty much a Rogue One is A New Hope's scroll. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Yep. That that's is an amazing that's, point. That is a great observation. Great way to put it. Yep. Well, gentlemen, we've been here for an hour, so I think it's time we go out. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to plug? Yes, my uh, buddy shop, Emporium, and that is Emporium Emporium 32 in Salem, Mass. They are on 6 Central Street in Salem, Mass, Mass, the witch town, and they just make this beautiful uh, jewelry, flasks, all handmade in America. Christmas time is coming, and uh, definitely check them out. Uh, Nick and Jillian Perry. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do that while he's plugging, man. Yeah, so Emporium 32 in Salem, Mass. Christmas is coming. Grab some gifts. That's awesome. So good friend of yours. Check it out. Johnny Leather's a friend of the show, so and they're speaking, a friend of ours. Speaking of leather, 
As always, far of his own, Vance and Leather, the best leather jackets in the world. Right down the street, Vance and Leather. When you go dancing, make sure you're wearing your Vanson. There you go. <laughs> the Don. The Don. Do you smell what the Don is cooking? Anything else you want to... Smell what the Don is cooking. Anything you got to plug? Um, of course. Uh, you're in the mood for some good breakfast. Nice coffee. Nice atmosphere. Stopping at Java House. Uh, they're open 7 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. Quick lunches. All very good stuff. Uh, it's the holiday season. Uh, Chef Don Tap House style. Uh, let me do the cooking for you. We do... Uh, you know, full trays, half trays, buff mac, steak tips, chicken Mozambique, anything like that. Um, you know, put your order in. I'll, I'll do your cooking for your uh, holiday parties. Very, very good stuff. Great food. Great food. Smell what the Don is cooking. You got to do the, you're going to have to do it now. Yeah, you do the eyebrow, but now you're going to have to do the, the microphone at some point. If you smell what the Don is cooking. <laughs> now we sing the the uh, the outro music, the theme song. That'd be great. Um, KB, we're gonna plug our stuff. Then yep. we're gonna plug our sponsors, and then you're gonna hit them with the the uh, the catchphrases. Sure. So so hit so us up. Let's uh, yeah, good talk talk about our so stuff. We got uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that Facebook, good stuff. Free your geek podcast. Twitter, free your geek. YouTube, free your geek. Instagram, free your geek. Marvel DC covers of the week on As our always, Facebook page. Marvel and DC. Now, the Don is now going to be an administrator on that page as well. So feel free to give him a shout out on the Facebook page. Look for stuff from him. Yeah, we're all going to be contributing to that. Um, next week, I, I, we have penciled in Scotty Medeiros. Oh, awesome. He's going to be coming in. We're going to be ranking our top, I want to say, I want to say top five, but we might bring it down to top three, but our top five uh, movie characters in any genre, and then a quote by them and why they're our favorite characters. So That's awesome. Something we might be working into. So Scotty definitely wants to be on. Uh, it'll be the... Is it going to be December or January? I don't know. I don't know what the... Mm. No, it'll still be, still be December. So yeah. It might be the last show in December we'll have Scotty last on. Last show of the year? Last show of the, last year, show of the year. Um, but again, before we go out, uh, you see above KB's head, let's check out some of our sponsors right here. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. There you go. There you go. So we have uh, let's let's let it roll. A Phoenix Marketing, you know they're they're hiring right now. They have some positions. Where can you call if you're looking for a job? Well, let the let the scroll. They're hiring today. Apply right there at that number. Um, we also have Unique Customs. So if you're are, is your computer uh, crapping the bed? Do you need to like clean it up? Do you need to have custom logos? Clean or out custom? all that porn. Hey. Well, that's okay. I, I took a wookie. Very out. very but, dirty. <laughs> Bad joke. Nobody got that. But you need customs. Pachico's furniture. Check them out. Again, you know, uh, DVDs, Cody boxes, furniture, whatever you need. It's uh, the finest secondhand store in Fall River. So, and if you need help moving, check out that. Give them a call. <laughs> so, those are all our sponsors. Thank you again, sponsors, for all your help. Um, KB, hit them with the catchphrases, will you? Start your weekend with your geek friends and get your geek on. For Johnny Leather, ah. The Don, and KB, I'm Jay Free. Have a good day. May the force be. You're still here. It's over. 
go home. 